And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. So this week, we'll be talking about the idea of persecution complex. Uh, yeah, the, baby. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 baby. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I mean, this topic or discussion has definitely or recently ramped up in the last few years. Or should I say the mainly the last four years? <laughs> Let's, let's go there. Let's not go and there. And it's going let's strong. Go and it's going strong today. So in one of our yeah. conver- I think one of our conversations outside this, I think you, Alan, mentioned that a former student from the school you were teaching and serving as at as a chaplain has requested yeah. us to talk about it. So we thought this this might be a good thing to talk about, especially because of today's climate. So let's talk about this in this Table Talks episode. All right. (laughs) So. Oh, man. Oh, man. What is persecution complex? (laughs) And why do Christians have it? (laughs) <laughs> no, okay. Let's let's deal let's deal with the definition first. I think uh Wikipedia says that Christian persecution complex is a belief, attitude or worldview that Christian values and Christians are being oppressed by social groups and governments. This belief is promoted by certain American Protestant churches and some Christian or Bible-based cults in Europe. Okay, Wikipedia. Yes, the um, repository of all knowledge. <laughs> so, in simpler words, it's just the belief that, like, if you're a Christian, then people are out to get you. We're yeah, like, people we're are out to get you. They're and out you're to get being us. Discriminated upon. And yeah, they don't like us. Against. They want to get rid of us. They want to cancel us. They want to do whatever. Yeah, we're being unduly stressed. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, How could we be loving in this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, it's hard because, you know, as as Christians, uh, as Christians, like you, you can't, especially if you've grown up. Like I, I, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. But as a Christian, it's it's really hard not to take things like like it's an attack on on you yourself, like your identity. Like, cause you you know, if you've grown up in the church, if you've if you've you know identified, you know, um, being a Christian and you know following Christ, that's that's a part of your identity. You can't help but think that when you see something on the on the, when you see something on on um, on YouTube or hear something in the news, 
that you know there's there's a, a Christian element to it um, that's that's sort of being asked or pushed into a place where they can't do what used to be done. Like so, you know, uh, the thing that came to mind, I think, was um, I think there was a courtroom. Like this is a couple of years ago, but there was a courtroom. They had to take down. Somebody was saying that they had to take down the Ten Commandments from from that. Courtroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah, yeah, and like statues of Ten Commandments were yeah. being. Yeah, protested against. Yeah, so at, at, and I understand sort of the climate of our society. Um, you know, whether it's you know in a Western in Western society here in North America, you know, whether it's the states or Canada, uh, because of our immigration policies and 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 the influx of immigration from different countries, you know, you're going to have obviously different ethnicity um, groups with different religious beliefs and um, you know and 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 sometimes you know in in the attempt to all kind of get along you know you got to shuffle here back and forth you got to you know figure out where everybody fits and sometimes beliefs don't you know one belief is is kind of matches up against another Mm-hmm. And uh, they, yeah, they, they, they don't mix well, and, and we find ourselves sort of like jostling for position. Should this stay? Should it not? You know, well, we're, let's be inclusive. Yeah, that's great. You know, whatever. But like, don't force your Christianity on me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everybody's entitled to <clears throat> you know the way they feel, the way they act, you know, what they believe, how they believe they were that they were created that sort of thing so yeah it's hard in that instance maybe even some parts like not to, it's hard not to take things personally if i'm being honest yeah right as you know um as an attack and that's kind of why you know part of the reason why i'm i'm not on facebook anymore just because there's <laughs> just not? so much debate there's just so much like i know and yeah, honestly, I used to be a part of those, but I really stepped back because I realized it wasn't doing me or the world any good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways, but like going back to it, it's just like it's not. It's hard not to take things personal, and when you're when you're you know when you're upset, when you're when you're uh, emotional, you know, it's easy to say uh, to. Uh, to categorize it as being persecuted right by mm. society by like whatever and maybe in some cases there are uh you know uh that would be the true def- that would be a true definition of it it would fall under that type of category um and then maybe there's other times where it's not and you're just you know you're you're feeling bad you're feeling emotional you're feeling triggered whatever whatever the thing is to say nowadays it's just like yeah that's you're there and you know maybe you're just you know you're just being defensive and you just want to you just want to like hit back and so mm-hmm. hey i'm being persecuted let me you know sort of like say that word because it's a word that 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 gets attention yeah it's, it's yeah it's a really strong word <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty strong word pretty strong, it word. A pretty strong word and it comes from a long history of 
really violent actions against people, right? So it has a long history, that word. And so, but the way that it's being used now, it's kind of anything can be taken as persecution by today's definition of the word, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I could just think of a lot of examples of like certain things, like even th- this past year, like churches being mandated, public places being ma- mandated to close down because of COVID mm-hmm. and because a church, like Christian churches were a part of that definition of places of gathering, right? right. Um, so like people then started crying or uh, saying or protesting that you know our Christian values or religious freedoms are being um, trampled on because they're not allowing us to meet. Um, what are other examples? I mean, I, I the I see um, at least for Christians from you know from the Christian standpoint. There's like three, maybe four sort of like main arenas that we kind of get, you know, that were, that were sort of, you know, jostling in. Uh, The first one has to be, you know, about creation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of that has to do with, yeah, a lot of that has to do with atheists, uh, agnostics slash humanists, you know, that's that sort of thing. And the battleground is, you know, is going to be in our teaching sort of environments, in schools, in universities, you know, even on on things like PBS and you know some move it comes out in movies as well. You know, this is the evolutionary process of you know why we're here and this the the X gene like evolved from like whatever. Just- <laughs> even even like even secular movies about biblical accounts, for example, Noah. Oh right? no, let's not talk about <laughs> Noah. The- that dude had evolutionary is just like okay so i know we're digressing through this topic here but that dude like just so apparently he didn't make anybody happy at all (laughs) he didn't make obviously he wasn't going to make the christians happy yeah right he wasn't gonna make you know uh the hebrew (laughs) the jewish religion happy and he didn't and he definitely didn't make the science community happy either right mm-hmm. so like in the end like he was just like <laughs> he's just like just fine like, I don't, yeah he was yeah he's like you and he kind of like you guys don't know art or whatever like, i don't mm, know what it is yeah. but like yeah he he uh, it didn't went end well for him like his mm. whole, whole idea of this being art yeah maybe <laughs> you should stick to something else do the do the rest of your black swans and and whatever, mm-hmm. but stay away from like you know uh, people belief systems because it's not gonna end, yeah it's just not gonna end well for you. It's not, no, and it didn't. It didn't. Right. right. So. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that like dude, the, that dude. <laughs> and 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 I I can understand that there's some level of discrimination against people who believe creation rather than evolution, especially in the academic world, um, Mm. secular universities and, uh, and people who, you know, work in science. 
But I would not necessarily define it as persecution. Right? No. Uh, well, no. I, I, as a as a general whole, the scientific community is not persecuting Christians. <laughs> that's that's. I would I would <laughs> say that fairly strongly. But you know, uh, I think and and the student that 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 were that sent me this stuff, he linked a video. And part of that video was like this dude talking about, you know, the, the series, God's not dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Movies. Right. With and, Hercules. And, yeah. With Hercules. <laughs> um, yeah. And so they bring up, they bring up this, um, this, this example of how, of Christian, uh, of the Christian persecution complex. And you know what? I don't even know if that's like a true, like, I don't know if even know if that's a true um, characterization of what's going on, right? Um, obviously, you're going to have some professors that are doubters. And, you know, you know, I think we've gone to the, we've gone in this society, you know, uh, to the point where in order for you to make somebody feel like, like their stuff isn't like their belief system isn't, you know, isn't wanted, isn't valid. Right. We've gotten better at it saying, yeah, you're not, you know, what your belief, what you're believing is just garbage. Right. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll never forget this. Uh, and this is kind of like off topic, but uh, I remember in seminary, you would think that everybody gets along, but apparently like the sort of the historic the historians, they got together and there was like this, this I don't know kerfuffle amongst our historians, and you know they were taking sides, and there's one guy is just like, please do it, like he was accusing them of anti-intellectualism, oh <laughs> my God. which is like the which is like a a, a a refined way of saying you're stupid, like don't talk, yeah, in, yeah don't don't talk stupid talk, yeah, <laughs> you're spreading you're spreading <laughs> foolishness. Yeah, anti-intellectualism. I love it. It's just like, you know, but that's what I'm saying is that, you know, we've found ways how to, you know, how to insult people without like being, ob- without sounding obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah, just, you know, we found ways of discrediting others. And maybe that's where, you know, you know, that's where we're going in terms of like the whole Christian persecution complex is that, yes, we don't have to write a modern day Fox book of martyrs, right? No one's like, no one's at least not. Okay. There are, there is. Let's be clear. Yeah, let's be be clear. Yeah, let's be clear. There is Christian persecution. Absolutely. It is not a complex, but you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the, the instances that we have, Tend to be outside of Western North society. North America, yeah. Outside of, North especially America out of North or America. Europe. Yes, yeah. yes, we definitely um, get them from. There a, is, you know. yeah. There's definitely persecution, and I think I was listening to a podcast with Andy Stanley talking mm-hmm. about how, like, how he and his church came to the decision in co- to close the church to close his church during COVID and to keep it closed. Um, regardless of you know the backlash like by Christians or his members or uh, the rest of the evangelical churches right uh, so he was just saying how um, yeah 
he made this decision. The church made that decision out of the want and the desire to love their neighbor. And like for those, he was saying that for those who cry that this is about Christian persecution is kind of insulting the Christians who are actually going through actual persecution in other countries, countries who have, you know, it's who are predominantly a Muslim country or, um, let's say China, right? Uh, like churches there are still sort of underground and not organized because yeah, it's not, you know, it's a communist, like those countries are communists and um, they don't really favor religion. So uh, they do face persecution. It's just, that's what they they're facing is real persecution. And what we're talking about here is, you know, Christians in North America and the Western societies that don't really face the persecution that is happening to the rest of the world, like the Christians right. in the rest of the world. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's let's be clear. There is Christian persecution <laughs> is a real thing. It's real. It's a real thing. Uh, but, you know, in it in its traditional sense, in terms of persecution, where, you know, you have physical harm, you have, you know, her like um governmental harassment or like whatever harassment yeah, uh, jail time yeah, yeah imprisonment you know um death you know that's a real thing you know that happens um but for us of us uh, but for us that are listening within the western society europe australia oceania sorry um you know north america we uh, are our 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 interaction or our our kerfuffles is that a word we can use yeah our kerfuffles with like other sort of uh with people with differing opinions um you know ours our our definition of of like all that of our conflict is different in terms of like i guess of our persecution if that's if that's what's really going on right Mm -hmm. um and i think for us I don't know if we, did we go through this? Like, uh, what's our, like, so for the North American, uh, for the Western, you know, uh, person, what's persecution to us then? Like, how would we define that as like happening to us? Like examples of. Yeah. Like, I guess like, you know, I mean, if, if we want to be like a little bit more clearer, like, yeah. Okay. So everything outside of, I guess, North America, maybe there is, and, and maybe there is, um, um, instances where you do have Christian persecution, but I would think that uh, that would be on an individual level. But in terms of like, maybe you have violence against you, maybe you have like hardcore harassment against you, you know, getting cussed out, getting you know, um, maybe I don't know if you get imprisoned for it. No, uh, but like you know, you get taken to court for it, right? Rip the baker, like <laughs> the, the, the yeah. dude. Uh, uh, yeah, taken to court, but I don't know if that's even like people cried because, like here in Toronto, right? There was that instance where a church—I think it's a church or 
acquire was told they couldn't perform and nathan like a, a famous square in toronto like nathan phillips okay. square because yeah. they didn't have the permit or i think a few years ago they didn't have the permit uh or a pastor i think it was last year or two years ago got imprisoned for preaching something not in prison but i'm not sure i'm not sure what happened i need to re research that but okay yeah but there are there are, there have been people here in toronto especially toronto um let's say for the choir that was forbidden to perform at like a famous square in toronto because they didn't have permit like people are saying that's persecution but i'm not really sure that depends is. how they did not i i would i mean do we know more about it because i i would think it depends how it came to the point where you didn't have that permit in the first place. If you forgot to fill out a form and you just figured that you would go out there and just, you know, wing whatever you, whatever it is you want, then I, I wouldn't think that would oh, be I think... persecution. I would just be thinking, man, you didn't do your homework. You didn't do the work in, or if it could have been like, Hey, yeah, we're not giving you the permit because you know, you have this, you know, we I don't, think it was um, whatever that your kind of music. Maybe, I think Toronto has a bylaw that, like, you can't be in public squares doing um, that has anything to do with proselytizing. Really, I've never heard that. I mean, not no? to say that it was well, not to say that it isn't there. I just, oh man, like some of our churches got, might be in trouble then. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like, I don't know, man. I know because I know churches that are like, oh, yeah, let's go to the park to have choir practice. And then <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, talking to people and handing out tracks and, you know, I think it was a good public event. So it was, um, it happened in 2015 with, um, so for voice voices of nations christian music fest at young and dundas square um and their permit was pulled it was oh, their pulled. permit was pulled that's different um there yeah um what does it say here a christian music festival is crying foul over a decision by the board of Young Dundas Square to cancel its permit for because of claims the group violated terms of its contract by proselytizing. So I think proselytizing is a term okay. that pretty much means spreading your religion. Okay. And gaining now, yeah. And gaining converts. Okay. Um now if it's in, now if it's in sort of the rules that you can't do that. If you can't do, like, if they say, okay, here's the permit, you have to agree to these terms. One of them is you can't proselytize in this public space. Um, and they did it anyways, then yeah, they did it to themselves. I wouldn't call that, I wouldn't, I mean, to me, I wouldn't call that um, persecution. I wouldn't even call that discrimination. I, I would say that, bro, you, <laughs> you, you done messed up, right? Mm. Don't call foul because, you know, you cheated. Yeah. Right? 
Um, so I, I don't know how you feel. I, I wouldn't call it that. Um, maybe, but maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. And it says here that they're no longer welcome because, um, so, it, a little so expen- until excessive. then, until then the, the group was using the, the square done that square for nearly a decade. And oh. the group, according to board member Kristen, Kristen Wong Tam, um, the group is no longer welcome because it has ignored repeated warnings by the board not to use the stage to pros- proselytize a particular religion. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, I mean, if it's in the terms of agreement, right, and it's and it's up to, you know, the... the the city, how they want to allocate the resources or the, the you know their their public spaces, how they want to do it, and it doesn't seem like. Here's the thing: if it's saying if it, if it were in in part of the terms of agreement, they would say you are not allowed to proselytize uh, Christianity. your Christianity. Then but that would other, be discrimination. Yeah, but other other religions like Islam, like uh, like Buddhism, like anything else, like Sikhism, any of that else, that's that's <laughs> okay. You just can't be a Christian here. That would be something that's that entirely be, yeah. different. That yeah. would be entirely different. Now, uh, before we go on, is there a difference in North America for us? Is there a difference between discrimination and persecution? Or do they have now melded, you know, those two sort of like definitions into it as it, as it pertains to, you know, Western culture? I think it has melded, like speaking about us, North American culture. Yeah, when when you, I think like when people talk about being discriminated against, it kind of goes hand in hand with that persecution word, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what I think is going on here. <laughs> uh, I think that we're we're looking at the, the discrimination that's happening to us, right? Um, and then we're, we're crying, hey, we're being persecuted because uh, that's a biblical term. That's something we know. We know. Boom. Let's say we're being persecuted. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if that goes against, like, going back to your, your point, your um, what, um, Andy Stanley was saying how it, you know, how that differs with people that are being physically persecuted, mm-hmm. being governmentally persecuted, um, you know, in a violence, physical, like, you know, change your life type of uh, type of deal, fear for your life, fear for your family type of deal. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if, you know, if that should be, if those two should be melded. Right, but I guess yeah. that's sort of like the definition in, in, you know, in Western in Western society. I mean, do we see? Okay, and I know this is a sensitive topic, but when we go, you know, back to our topic on sort of like the Black Lives Matter and police, you know, sort of, um, um, what's the word that that we use? Uh, police brutality. Uh, you know, like they're overstepping. I guess whatever mm. it is, you know. They don't call it persecution. <laughs> if there's anything that should be called, if there's anything that's called persecution, I guess that would be it. But there's such, 
they're, I mean, they're, 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 the, the instances are, you know, relatively speaking, dispersed so far, we don't necessarily use that word. Mm-hmm. Right. It's sort of just, we just say, you know, oh, this person, you know, this person got killed, you know, um, uh, you know, and he happened to be, you know, another African American, you know, another black man, right? The black community, I don't think they've used the word persecution. I've never heard that. No, no, I haven't um, heard of anything. Uh, I just even know remotely. They call it, yeah, they would call it the systemic, you know, a systemic, systemic problem. Race, yeah, systemic, yeah racism, systemic racism, systemic oppression, but not to the level of persecution. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I was saying to my former student, like persecution's like a, a really strong word. And you said it, it's a really strong word to <laughs> it's use. Like you heresy. Can use. It's like heresy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strong. Uh, it's like, so strong. It's strong. And the thing is the Christian church has done plenty of <laughs> persecution, oh like my. has committed atrocities under the name of the scriptures or Jesus, which is really disturbing to me. Right? Can we, can we, are we going to, I mean, I know this, you, you know, our listeners, you guys aren't going to hear this until later, but as we speak right now, as we're recording this yesterday to this taping, right? Yesterday they had found in Canada, in BC, the remains of over 200 children, mm, right? Yeah. At a boarding school. That's and so sad. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like the whole notion is just, it's just, my goodness. How do you, how do you even get to this point? Right. Mm. Of 200 plus <clears throat> aborig- aborig- Aboriginal children, right. Their remains are found on school grounds. Like that's such a, that's not even just a bad luck. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is, but it's, it's beyond a bad luck. Right, so much so that we have a major university here in Toronto. There is a backlash against it because one of the the name of that of that university, its founder, I guess, founded sort of like the 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 um, the boarding schools mm-hmm. uh, that this other school was was sort of like <clears throat> part of, right? And they just went to town with it, like they're, you know, they they trashed it and graffiti and all this stuff. You know, you can't can't really blame them. I mean, even the staff. I mean, the staff and the students have now resigned themselves to say we are no longer calling this this university, you know, blank university. We're calling it X University until we can find a replacement for it. Right? Mm. They don't want to even be associated with it. Yeah. All of that just to go. Maybe we we can talk about that some other time. But all of <laughs> all of Definitely. that. All of that. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that at some point. All of that, you know, just to say, yeah, you know, Christians have done their fair share, share of persecuting, right? Especially since, you know, our, our, the, the, the explorers of, you know, the explorers in, in the old country or the old world, which is Europe and, and um, you know, they were Christian-based, right? They're mm-hmm. all sort of like, you know, they were Christian. And so... For the most part, that's that's you know this this became a Christian nation. The United States was a Christian nation. I'm not too sure. I, I doubt we can <laughs> call ourselves anymore. that anymore. Canada Ooh. definitely is not. No, a Christian I can't. Nation. I can't say that it is. Uh, 
And that's why, and that's why I think that the whole idea of persecution doesn't necessarily ring true, not only because it's like, it's a really strong word, but in order to be persecuted, at least in my mind, you would have to be persecuted. Like you would have to be under the way that I see it, the way that I, I def- define it is that things that happen to you have to be done by sort of the majority. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right, sort of like the 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 class, the the government, whatever it is, yeah. you know, that is within power. Yeah. Right. Or so, they yeah. are the or they are the you know they are the majority, you know, uh, demographic in your population. Yeah. Right. They because, need to have, I guess, like power over you. Yeah. And, and you're vulnerable towards that system. Yeah. So I mean, in my in my mind, it would not be persecution. Right. That's not to say that we don't have like our our instances and our and our situations of discrimination, and uh, you know where we get, you know where, yeah, we do. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, there, we do get you know sort of like, you know, discriminated against, maybe even abused. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, you know, and I I guess. You know, if there was, if there's anything, a lot of that stuff has moved. If it's, if because it, if, if it happens in public, then you know it becomes a big thing, right? But I think mm-hmm. if you if you look at like YouTube comments, Facebook comments, you know, in a, you know, internet sort of like sort of the realm of the internet, where you have you know people being able to comment against other, I mean, to other people, you know, without fear of any kind of like real backlash. That's where it's starting to come in. Right. Yeah. So like, I mean, I, I see, I, I watch videos and stuff and I look at the comments, you know, so like part of it is, is, you know, maybe they, they had a, um, um, a video on the trailer of, of, of what's his name, Desmond Doss. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and you know, you'll get every once in a while, like, you know, um, you know, a disparaging comment against Christians and stuff. Yeah. Right. That's kind of like where I see the, sort of like the arguments sort of like settling in. Everything else is just like when things start to blow over, then it becomes like news and, you know, mm. that's when people get like whatever. Yeah. But a lot of that stuff has moved over to the internet space. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe um, we can call it prejudice against Christians, but not yeah. necessarily. No, not yeah, not persecution. Not, not persecution. Persecution is such a harsh word. It's a big it's a big it's, word. Yeah, and if we use it as Andy Stanley Andy Stanley said, like we're kind of like um minimizing the um, the actual pain that actu- that people who are actually being persecuted against feel or experience because yeah, we're like uh, we're counting persecution as a sentence that's said against us. And that's not nearly what people in, let's say Christians in Sudan are experiencing. Mm. Right. So do you think though that like, it's the factor why Christians in North, North America have this complex is that they've just been in the majority or they've just been favored for so long. Like they've experienced this Christian culture, um, 10 commandments in the, in the courts, the, be, the Bible being sworn 
on and mm-hmm. you know courts or being sworn in as a as a government um official mm-hmm. and all these things that have been such like interwoven into the country uh, or and the culture it's just for so long you've experienced that and now less like more and more of what you thought was part of your culture and was part of the american or north american experience is now being um i guess turned away or limited um it's just being you're you've been in the majority for so long and you've experienced that i guess favor or yeah. privilege <laughs> yeah and then now it's being taken away because people don't view highly on it and then like that's why you're you think that ah oh, my my uh religion is being persecuted because they're taking more and more of our values away yeah and and um i think what's going on is that as you were saying sort of like we were i mean as christians were the majority and yeah we're we're, we're kind of dwindling in numbers and the the fervency of our our faith is dwindling like you don't you don't have christians that go to church on a regular basis well maybe the regular basis is every christmas and every easter and that's about it you know mm-hmm. but like you know they don't necessarily count themselves as christian maybe they count themselves as spiritual but i think what's happening is that because there was a there was uh, that that part of you know your cultural identity in the United States in Canada you know for for a large portion you know um, and then you have to deal with uh, and then you have incoming sort of different beliefs that you have to make that you're trying to you know accommodate but you you're losing some things like I said at the top. Like there are some beliefs that kind of just they clash with each other, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you, you know you you want you know you don't know what to do, and you don't know what to do with it, especially when you feel like you're losing the battle, when you're losing sort of like, you know, um, the things, the way the things were before, the way that you know we as Christians celebrated, you know, our our identity not only as 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 um, you know as Christians, but as a culture. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that are being taken taken away. So one of the things I think is the main is one of the major battlegrounds is def, you know is definitely in in sort of the evolution, the sort of the origins, but also, uh, but also in two other places, uh, marriage and um, the the issue or sort of like the the battleground of of LGBTQ plus. Yeah. Right, yeah. uh, monogamy, that sort of thing. Um, so the marriage sort of like aspect of it, as well as you know, pro-life, pro-choice, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the three main sort of like battle. And I'm sure there's other places as well, but those seems to be like the three main sort of like battlegrounds that Christians, you know, are fighting. You know, when it feels like, and I'm going to put in air quotes that they're being taken over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, that the things that they had implemented before the you know it, it's almost like in order to and I, I i understand what's i think i understand what's going on in the sense that you know we used to have marriage where it's a man and a wife and now we have to 
you know, we have to accept even in our own churches. See, that's, that's where I, 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 I have difficulty when you're mandating, you know, um, people, you know, churches and people of uh, the Christian faith to accommodate that. Um, when it, when it absolutely goes against the, the belief system, mm-hmm. right? Because now, now, uh, now you have other people that are saying, Hey, these Christians are, you know, they're, um, they're trying to invade my whatever with their own thoughts and with their own, their own beliefs, right? They're, they're trying to put their own beliefs on us. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But if that's the case, you're kind of just doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. And, and I see this sort of like, you know, the, these, these battles that are going through on through in society. And yeah, I can see why, I can see why we, <laughs> why we're, why we feel, you know, that we're being under attack. And so mm. we'll use things like persecution because persecution, and I was telling, telling this to my friend, is that persecution, because it is such a big word, it galvanizes people to a call to action. Mm, yeah. And that's really what it, you know, that really what it is. It's sort of like, hey, it's us against the world. It's us against them. They are mm. persecuting us. Right. There's a fear that is installed where instilled when you use that word. And, you know, the the um, the implication is, hey, we've got to band together and we got to fight this together. Everybody pitch in. So mm-hmm. we use that word to galvanize people. We use that word to, like, you know, get everybody together and push back as a whole. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I understand that. However, the whole persecution aspect of it, not a real thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Not and, a real thing. And it's funny, it's it's funny that you mentioned um us against the world mentality. And I think that's what like partly feeds that complex is that like we've always been taught that it's Christianity against the world and um, even in our, you know, in our denomination, in our, you know, as Seventh Day Adventists, there's this, there's this really <laughs> strong notion of it's us oh against the rest of the world. It, it's, it's not just the rest of the world, but even the rest of the Christian world, right? Like yeah. growing up, it was. Oh, we're definitely the black sheep of the Christian <laughs> realm. Like growing oh, the up, yeah. Yeah, growing up, we were discouraged from hanging out with other Christians because they might influence us towards, you know, Sunday worship or or whatever. <laughs> but and so, like, there's this notion that you know, Christians, it's Christians against the world, and like, and that spirit and that thinking feeds into that notion that the world is out to get you, right? Because you know, it's us against you know, the rest of the world. You're not allowed to be in the world. It, and they misquote that that verse is like, be in the world, but not of the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then they go, yeah, and they, they use that for like to say and to propagate the message that, um, yeah, it's really like the rest of the world is out to get, a, out to get us and the rest of the world just want to see us suffer. And yes, early in the church history and, you know, in Acts, 
that's what happened in the story in the story of the early church and they were persecuted and they were killed uh, by you know the Jews and later on the Romans uh, persecuted Christianity and uh, in history there were also um, stories of you know the Waldensians going out into the wilderness Maybe because not, yep. uh, be, yeah uh, to flee persecution but um right now there's definitely like at least in North America a sense of you know civil peace like you can live your Christian lifestyle and the way you want to worship in normal circumstances not during a pandemic you can live the way that you want to without any fear of being imprisoned or being beat up or being stoned to death or being, you know, put on a cross or, you know, being shot. So, yeah, it's just that mentality, I think, feeds the complex that, you know, any simple thing that is being taken away, like prayer in public schools, like, mm -hmm is deemed as persecution because we th we think we we teach uh, although not you know outright like not explicitly but it's there underlying teaching that yeah the world is really against us yeah and and you know what um i i i feel that i need to say that if the definition of persecution in the in the North American context is such, where we're being discriminated against, where we're being, uh, where we have prejudice against us, you know, the belief system because we are Christian, you know, um, if you are going to be able to use that to other groups, like they're being persecuted because. You know, they're being discriminated against and they're going to be like, whatever. Okay, that's fine. As long as it's fair all, all across, whatever. If, in that, if that's the case, then yeah, okay, maybe we are being persecuted if the definition has such, right? If it has yeah. gone from the physical harassment, jail, death, you know, all of that, you know, violence and, and stuff. If it's gone, if it's if it's shifted for the North American, for the Western, uh, you know, for the Western citizen and that shifted towards just more, you know, non-acceptance, shaming, canceled, um, discrimination, prejudice, then okay, fine. If, if, if that's, if that's the definition, then that's the def definition. And then yes, we are being persecuted because, you know, I mean, not, not as a whole, but there are pockets of it. There are instances of it well enough. Right. But if we're going to stick to the normal, <laughs> sort of like the way that it's been normally defined, then no, we are not being persecuted, right? Having said that, whenever you get discriminated against, whenever, you're, whenever you have prejudice against yourself, whenever you're, you're, you're losing a part of your identity because somebody else is sort of like, you know, pushing it away to make room for their own, you know, that that con that that brings about pain emotional pain you know pain uh, uh, due to identity crisis right because part of that is being taken away 
and pain is relative for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, that doesn't mean just because we're not being persecuted in general does not mean that we're not being discriminated. You know, there aren't instances of discrimination. doesn't mean that there aren't instances of prejudice and there doesn't mean that, that we don't feel pain when, you know, some of the things that we've held along so dear that that's part of our identity is being taken away or it has to be, you know, removed. And because now we are no longer like slash and, you know, the, the majority, right. We're, you know, if you are a, you know, if you are a Christian that holds to to a more traditional to, to, to more traditional beliefs, you know, if if that's being taken away and that's causing you pain, then yeah, we you know that's real, right? We're not saying I'm not saying that that has that hasn't happened, and I'm not saying that that's not a thing for us in the society because it is, right? I I know I know there are um, there are people. In the in our like going back to the internet comments, you know, and and posts and stuff. I know there are people that are hurting, right? I know there are people mm-hmm. that are angry. I know that there are people that are raging against you know Christians. Maybe it's because of their, uh, because of their background, because of you know uh, a history that is like that has negatively affect them, or whether it just offends their sensibility of how the universe works. Right, but there, the you know, there are people that hate, <laughs> and that's real. Yeah. Right, and in such instances, you can feel like you're being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and really, what it boils down to is like this, 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 um, this session that we're talking about here, like our, our, our whatever our episode is really is really based on semantics. Right. Yeah. What's the definition? Has it moved, or is it if it, or is it the same? If it's the same, then no, we're not being persecuted. If it has changed, then we have to talk about that. That the mm-hmm. that that might be a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's there's definitely discrimination in like in this society um, of prejudice. There is. Um. But I think that's also a result of the Christian church not living to what it was called for. Right. Yeah. Like instead of being a light to the world, we became, we, we, we said hurtful things. Well, we've been protectionists, right? As a Christian nation, if you're not fitting into the Christian aspect of it, you know, where you were going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to cause you grief. Right. If you had if you had a baby out of wedlock, right, we're gonna cause mm, you grief. I think we should talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you you know, if you if you if you identify yourself as a different sex than what you were born with, we're gonna give you grief. Yeah. If you yeah, if you um what else is there? If you um Oh, if you, yeah, if you uh, doubt the existence of God and you'd rather, like, you'd rather, uh, you'd rather believe and purport and make fun, like, or, or put people down that that don't believe in the Big Bang, then, yeah, we're going to give you grief, right? Because <laughs> at, for such a long time, we were the majority, mm-hmm. right? And so that hate has come back to a certain, you know, to a large degree, right? And now there's pushback to it. Some of it, some of it's, 
some of it, some of it is warranted, um, but I also feel that some of it is not. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, you know, some some parts, some people, they do deserve it. I, I would think, you know, it just kind of, you know, if you if you if you're belligerent about protecting sort of like the Christian yeah. belief system and just saying, yeah, we're going to give you grief because you don't fit in our paradigm. Right. And has uh-huh. come back like a generation or two later, then, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's sort of just the, the natural aspect you know, of the human existence. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, if you're, you know, at the same time, I can't, I can't say that we're not being like discriminated against. Like I, like the like this video that's saying oh that kind of mocks the idea of the Christian persecution complex complex and using the God's not dead. Don't tell me that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that doesn't happen in 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 university? our in our in our in our public universities in our public colleges. Don't tell me that doesn't happen. Right? Yeah. They be they might be more slick about it. Right? You know, no, our professors. Cat. Our professors might be more slick about it. Our science majors might be more slick about it. You know, our biology majors might be more slick about it. But don't tell me that there isn't discrimination there. Mm-hmm. Now, don't tell me you you don't that we don't get like side glances and we don't get side shots and veiled veiled shots and you know um 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 oh, what's that term when you're not like over it but you try to do it in secret um. Um, passive aggressive there we go <laughs> don't tell me we don't get you know we don't get that we don't get like grief you know from like being passive being passive aggressive against passive ag- <laughs> have it's- you watched parks and rec <laughs> so andy <laughs> just the, which just is the uh, andy was like andy which is uh chris pratt's character uh, and he's uh, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed right and no he's just he like, wasn't <laughs> He experienced people who are being passive aggressive. It's like there's like, and he described it as there should be a word, like, and what they were trying to do or what they were saying. It's like they're being nice, but at the same time they're being mean. It should be called nicey meanie. <laughs> <laughs> nicey meanie, which is a this really Batman. good way of describing passive aggressiveness. Yeah, and that yeah, you just they might be more slick about it, but we still get it. Um, and like I said, some sometimes it's a it's a matter of you know their their own background, um, and sort of like the negative, you know, history that they've had. Some of it is just like they're you know this is they identify themselves with a certain group, like they identify themselves with an atheist that really that that is really. Um, um, that is the yeah for lack of a better term that hates christians like and their belief system calling us you know saying that you know belief in god is a crutch and mm. stuff yeah. like that right that happens that's real that's real okay that's real um but i can't help but think that you know a lot of it has to do like with christians being belligerent about you know fitting into our into our own society, our Christian society. And keeping it that way. And keeping it that way. And and that goes back to your point, like, you know, we didn't love so much as we tried just to hold, like, we tried to keep um, the status quo mm. at all costs. 
Mm-hmm. And that meant, and it's that sometimes meant a lot of times, sorry, a lot of times that meant either ostracization, meaning we kick you out or we just shame you on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and there's just a lot of grief uh, uh, along with it. So, you know, I can't say that we haven't, you know, the, the Christians, uh, you know, Christianity hasn't um, deserved some of that backlash. Right, deserves some of that hate, uh, but at the same time, I'm not going to dismiss that it doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's funny because you, because because uh, you were saying earlier that yeah, we live in a country, we live in you know in a society that you know for the general part, you don't feel like you're going to get jailed for it, you know, like whatever. I know I don't I don't want to get into this, but like if we're going to talk about some of our friends to the south. Yeah, for some of them, that's exactly what they think is going to happen. And so we see like this whole kind of like the right, like the far right, yeah. you know, kind of getting up in arms and, you know, um, mm. it's yeah, funny. Yeah, they go through that, you know, the slippery slope of this is what's going to happen. Like if this happens, then later on, like your freedom will be taken yes. from you. Yes. Your physical freedom will be taken from you. Which is, yeah. Um, so, what, let's say I'm a Christian and I go through discrimination and I go through, you know, people have prejudice against me as a Christian. Like, when I, what can I do or what should I do? Or, like, how can I deal with that situation? Um, well, there's the old, I mean, there's a tried and true sort of cliche, you know, uh, if somebody slaps you <laughs> in the turn cheek, the you other turn cheek. the other cheek. I mean, there's mm. that, there's that aspect of it. You know, that's that Christian answer. You can do that. You can love them. You can, um, treat them with kindness and, and by doing so you keep coals upon like whatever their head. Right. Yeah. You can also, um, I think you can also dust off your sandals, which is... You can also dust off your sandals. And which is another way of, you know, like for, I think for Jesus, dusting off your sandals is like, it's the same as Pilate saying, I wash my hands of <laughs> this <laughs> guilt. Um, you're, you're dusting your sandals pretty much like you've gone there, you've, you've tried to spread the message of Jesus, but they rejected you. And at this time, they're not ready to hear it and they're not available or they're not willing to. So just walk away. And I think if someone is discriminating against you and, you know, someone that you know is prejudiced, uh, just be, have someone that you know has prejudice against you because they find out they found out that you're a christian you can you know either try to love them yeah try to love them as much as you can um treat them with love treat them with respect but if they keep you know abusing that relationship and keep hurling uh words that are not nice or hurtful then you can you know, walk away and sometimes that's the most loving thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, just get out of the situation. Right? As well as much as you can. Um, 
you know, and that's just with any conflict, you know, this conflict is, is similar to others. You know, you handle it the same way, right? Um, try to, try to do it in love, try to do it in grace, right? Because, um, and it's hard. Let me say it's hard when people sort of like say, Oh, you're Christian. But as Jesus said, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. Right. Uh, and I think we need to keep that in mind. I need to keep that in mind because <laughs> it's easy to take, you know, to take offense. It's easy to like, sort of like, you know, be offended and, and, and be hurt by it and yeah. just want to, you know, and because you're hurt, you want to, you want to hit back or you want to like, whatever. Well, we don't need you anyway. You're going to hell. <laughs> right. Like, you know, it's easy. It's, it's easy to try to like hit back that way. Mm. You know, and and it is it's it is definitely not the right it's not the right way to handle it. And if I have to say something, I I would I feel that in our current sort of societal climate, we have to be much more diligent. I would think in in you know when we when we spread the gospel, right to those that are you know, that are receptive of it, right? Um, that, that's not to say that, you know, there aren't situations where the Holy Spirit moves you. And even if it comes to a part where they don't, you know, they act belligerent against you, that's not to say that that's not what he wanted to happen. You know, like it, it might have been like this needed to happen to move him to or him or her to the next step for the person that is going to make a difference to them, that is going to, you know, get through to them of the love of Christ. Right. But they had to like go through that, that whatever with yours. Now, that's not to say that that doesn't happen. But at the same time, just try not to be, you know, trying not to turn away people from the gospel that way. Right. Mm -hmm. If they're not going to accept it, don't try to beat it into them. Yeah. Right? At some point you have to, you have to, you have to know when it's, it's, it's not an accepted thing. And as you were saying, as Jesus taught his, his disciples, sometimes they're not, uh, a place is not receptive of it. A person's not receptive of it. Shake off the, <laughs> shake off the dust from your sandals. Right. Say I've done, mm -hmm. I've done, you know, I've done what I came here, what I've what I've been asked to do. I'm gonna move on. Peace. Right. Shalom. And then, yeah, and then that's that's you know that's they're they'll be on their you know they're on their merry journey. And spend time with those you know like try to look for those who you can invest in. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I think a part you know I I I'm a part of a small group system that. You know, we went through training and a part of the training focused on um, fertile or unfertile ground. And mm. sometimes that ground won't accept anything that you plant. Right. Because they're just so hard and they're just so dry and they're not accepting. And but then like. Yeah, so if you accept that, if you have been investing in that ground, but that ground has been, you know, stubborn and not willing to accept anything like, that you plant in it, then it's better off walking away and focusing on ground 
that's actually receptive and um you know fertile yeah and here's your, here's the other thing i think we i think we miss a lot when we talk about the word you know when we talk about when we bring evangelism you know into place is that why are you doing it in the first place mm. right do you truly care for the person or you just want to say hey i've been productive you know i don't really care for this person i just want you to be in my in my church mm-hmm. the numbers yeah you just want a number and maybe you're just you know maybe maybe you've said to yourself and maybe you've convinced yourself that hey this is about doing what christ asked me to do i'm just being obedient i'm i'm following because i love christ but at the same time you know at the same time um if the people that you're trying to 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 talk to about Jesus and the love of Jesus and you know having the Holy Spirit move on them and the grace if they see that you're just not interested like <laughs> all like people are people are very sensitive highly super maybe even hypersensitive to any kind of you know um at least where around where I'm from they're super sensitive hypersensitive to you know any kind of catch you know <laughs> Yeah. What's the catch? You know, why are you being nice to me? What's the catch? Even if you do things that are nice, it's funny. Like, can I talk to my Adventist brethren for a second? <laughs> you know, we use the we use the the quote. You know, um, Christ first met their needs, right? The people with their needs, and then he bade them come. Uh, right? I can't remember the full. I can't remember the full quote, right? But yeah. he first he met their needs, and then you know he bade them yeah. come, like meaning yeah. like he whatever. He spent but, time with them. Yeah, right. But like, can I say something? Don't say free anymore. Right? Free. It, <laughs> if you say, hey, yeah, it's come, it's free. Right? People's walls automatically go up. What's the catch? Right? <laughs> What's the catch? Um, and, and so like, you know, and then you get into the TIFF and then people are like, you know, oh, they just wanted me because, like, whatever. They don't really care about me. That's such, you know, Christianity is so fake. And then they go over to the other side and they become an uh, an enemy of Christianity. And that's when you get prejudice and <laughs> discrimination and persecution, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, if you're not if you're not willing to invest in the life of that person past their baptism then you shouldn't (laughs) be trying to evangelize to them like making disciples is a lifelong journey and just because you've thought that you've converted that person's heart into a jesus loving person it doesn't mean that you can just leave them to themselves in the pews right like if you're gonna make disciples be prepared to be with them for life and if you're a pastor you might be saying oh i'm not like i can't do that i can't like my job like yeah and that's that's why it's not mainly your job to evangelize it's the whole church's job yeah Um, if your church is not ready to invest in the people's lives, people who you're in evangelizing, 
uh, people who you're trying to convert, if your church does not have the growth path or the plan to be with those disciples, yeah, yeah, the infrastructure to, you know, to include that person into the 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 church life. Um, if you don't have that system, then stop evangelizing right now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, just, I'm just being honest, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it may it may work out. You know, you might find somebody that you know you bring them to Christ, and you know they they just they catch just fire, in, right? and they then just they just go. In. You're gonna have those, but I would harbor to say that for every one of those, you've got ten that just leave and become <laughs> enemies of the church, hmm. right? Because you just done left them. You done left them. <laughs> it's just done. Because here's the thing, and, and I don't know if I've talked about, I don't know if I've talked about it in this podcast, but I have a theory. Like I have the kickback theory, right? It's like the you know, kickback. The kickback theory, right? It's like if any of you has now, I, I don't know, man. We're already long into it. Okay, so if any of you have ever have ever come in contact with a donkey, the one thing you don't do, a donkey, a horse, a bull you know, a cow or whatever, the one thing you don't want to do is slap it on its rear end, right? Because mm-hmm. what do they do? Rear up kick. and they'll kick you, right? That's a kickback, right? Because you've done something. Considering theologically, if we're speaking, okay? Now we know that Jesus has, uh, we know that Jesus has, uh, has won. He's the victor. You know, uh, he's given the keys, right? Um but Satan still has his places here on earth. He still has people that are here on earth, right? That haven't come to Christ to him. Those are his, you take one away from him. That's like slapping him (laughs) now. Yeah. There's an incubation period where, where God will protect that person and you to a certain, you know, to say, okay, he's come to me, he's chosen me, I'm going to protect him, so he grows. But at some point, at some point, God has to allow Satan to try to win him back. It's just, it's just kind of like the way things are. Like if this whole thing is trust in God, he's going to do the whole, hey, if if you love something, let it, you know, set it free type mm-hmm. of deal. And if it comes back to you. So that's going to happen. Satan is going to kick back. And if you're not there to help, right, and they're on their own, like I said, you might get that one person that just gets on fire and, you know, the whole born-again Christian, and he they, they just go. He or she, they just, they just go. Mm. But you'll get 5, 10, 15, 20 people that don't, that come in. Yeah. I've tried it. They're fake. I've left. They suck. Boom. Mm-hmm. Let me persecute you. Yeah. <laughs> there's even those like you see there's there are even individuals who have been surrounded by people upon arriving at the church or upon believing in Jesus. You know, they they had people around them but then because of certain circumstances they still fell away. Right? So imagine ha- if a person who was surrounded by people still manage to walk away from God because of certain circumstances, not because of the people around them, but it's just the way that, you know, he was, you know, attacked by the devil. 
and circumstances happened in their life and, and they walked away by their own um de- decision like imagine if that that happens and imagine what happens to those who are not surrounded by anyone yeah yeah, yeah. and we're supposed to look out for each other right mm. we're a church we're living stones right yeah so um that happens so going back to like back the, to uh, our back to topic. The, <laughs> our topic is there a is there a complex I would think that some Christians do. Yeah. I would think that some people have, that some Christians have a persecution complex, right? I would think that the definition is wrong. If we're thinking of the traditional, if we're, if we're talking about the, the, the traditional sort of definition of what persecution is, I would think that they have it a little bit off. Yeah. It would be, it is def. you know, they, you know, they would be, they would be experiencing um, discrimination. They would be experiencing, uh, prejudice mm-hmm. that's real right and it happens to you know it happens to anybody uh not just christians people get you know for one way or another because they don't they're different because they don't fit in you get prejudice prejudice you get discrimination that mm-hmm. happens right it's real don't tell me that it's not that it's fake in the christian mindset because it happens mm-hmm. yeah but uh, I think they should revisit <laughs> some of their definition. But I understand why is because you know if they're losing part of their identity, like the things that they that they say were Christians, like our church is different now because our pastor, you know, he you know he's or our our minister, he's forced to, or he they he or she you know wants to marry like same sex couples and and stuff like that, right? Mm. I can see how, yeah. I can see yeah. how people would would take would take that as um, as losing, as being under attack in their identity as a Christian, and then using hey we got to fight all this stuff because we're losing it, you know we're losing what we what we've hold on held on for dear, uh, for for decades and stuff. We're mm-hmm. being persecuted. Let's rise up and fight the enemy. Right? It it galvanizes people. Right. Rise so, up. <laughs> Mary an episode goes by without a Hamilton reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we can just take inspiration from the people that lived before us. When they experienced persecution, they just tried to still spread the gospel and use those opportunities to spread the kingdom. Um, people in the scriptures or in history of, in the early church, they they used that persecution to further inspire others who were watching, and they didn't cry for their you know freedom or whatever. They just if they got killed, they got killed, and they counted that as you know for God's glory. If they were put into coliseums to be gladiators, they did it, and they still spread the gospel to those around them. And for as Christians today, yes, you you might you might feel discrimination, and it's sadly a part of the Christian life now um, that there's prejudice against Christians and um, 
when people when some people find out that you're Christians, they're gonna, you know, give you a barrage of explanations why Christianity is, you know, not really good or why God believing in God is a crutch. Um, but you you know, we need to pray to the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom in those times to know what to say mm. and to use those opportunities to get those people to like into a conversation about the possibility of the God that you follow being real and the God that they are, you know, berating might be real. And it really happens in conversations, not debates. And so, yeah, just pray to the Holy Spirit, how you can be God's witness and God's messengers even during those times where you feel discriminated on, discriminated against, and, um, you know, not favored highly. Um, and, yeah, spread the name of Jesus. How hard, even if it's hard. Even if you're being attacked by the nice meanies? What, are they, what is it called? Nicey meanies. <laughs> Nicey meanies? <laughs> by passive-aggressive people. Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at The Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and review. It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.